Hi, everyone. Welcome to Last Look's Kid Essentials, a segment where we talk about industry tools and products, some we love and some we don't. I'm makeup artist Cassie Lyons. And I'm hairstylist Lene Dooley. Hey, you. Hi, Lene. Oh, Cassie. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great, baby. You look so cute. You like my bandana? I love your I'm bandana. In the, Long Beach, the LBC. Did I tell you about the time I worked on a, a movie that Snoop Dogg was on and one of the base camp PAs? I can't remember if it was red or blue. But the base camp PA oh, no. was wearing a bandana that was the wrong color for Snoop. Oh. And he was like, before I come out of my trailer, I need that guy to not be wearing that. Color. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was like, I'm not coming out. Anyway, um, why are we here today? What are we here talking about today, Lene Dooley, with both of our bandanas on? We got to give the people some information. Today we're talking about oil, oily, uh, combating, right? The combat, the combat of, the of the oil. The T-zone. The on the oil. The zone. <laughs> Um, I know that I have to wash my hair literally every single day or it turns into a grease ball oh, central. Really? So I okay. know that that is probably a battle that you guys are constantly having to deal sure, with is, yeah. is getting someone to look like they've got camera ready hair, tussled, sexy beach waves, and then they've got a grease pit it's in real. their scalp. It's real. What do you do? It's real. And people are also, I'm sure, and you, I'm sure, are dealing with this with skin as well. With people coming in with either naturally oil skin or they're putting things on their skin that makes it extra oily, which is also what we're dealing with. I can't tell you how many times I've been in some kind of background uh, corral and uh, background actors come in who have just like dipped their hair in coconut oil when they- I have seen background wild. people come in slathered head to toe in Vaseline. Oh, God bless. And that's just, you know, some people just have their routines. And so then we're like literally scraping off the, the layers to try to get them to not shine like a cue ball on yeah. camera in yeah. the background. Um, so what, what are some, you know, dry shampoos tricky. Are we just talking about dry shampoos so that we can, you know, what do you just spray it in and then towel it out? I, uh, well, what do you do it's, It gets all I'm, white and weird. Looking. There's different, different dry shampoos and texture. I really like texture spray for this reason too. It kind of has, a, oh. it depends on the brand and they got, all have different formulas. Um, right now I just pulled out Sam McKnight's dry shampoo and text one of his texture sprays. I really love okay. these. The harder to get and the more expensive but they smell really oh, good no. and they work really well. It's lightweight, but it does the job. If it works well, I'll pay for it. Honestly, how it's, much so, is it though? it's so good. Well, I want to say it's over $30 for each one, maybe 40, but they're really good. They smell kind of leathery. They're very like a almost masculine kind of smelling, but it depends on the hair. So if somebody has like really fine blonde hair, uh, chlorine, the brand is a really great one. Oh, we sell, they sell it at Nigel's friends. Also the, uh, yeah, there's, it, it, chlorine. Chlorine. I heard chlorine like pool I'm saying chlorine. it. I'm like, why I'm are saying there a brand of hair products that okay. I am saying chlorine it with a K. Yeah. Chlorine. Yes. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. Got you. That's a really nice wow. one, especially for blondes. I said it wrong. <laughs> chlorine <laughs> hair products? That's the worst. But a lot idea. of it too is in application. You have to like lift it, yes. give yourself a wide spray, not yeah. getting it too close, or you're gonna shoot it right into the scalp. It's gonna get, you know, you right. want to you want to start in the back kind of thing, see how it's gonna come out. But also knowing your different kinds of brands is gonna help. You can blow dry it in to help kind of like brush it in as well. There's different steps with that. But when I'm working on background, especially if it's a modern show or if you can make it appropriate to to like just pull their hair back really tight or up on top of their head just to get just to get them in and out of there because there's no amount of dry shampoo that's going to cover coconut oil right true but then when it's yeah when it's your own actor when you're when you're talking about somebody who's like absolutely going to be on camera it's a whole other thing but then you have a relationship with that person you're talking about 
what their hair is looking like, what we're doing, what's already what's already being used in it, right. what are they using for shampoo, conditioner, et cetera. That first assessment is like really important when you're working with an actor in the trailer. You want to figure out like what kind of skin routine are they on? Are they having any issues with anything? What's going on with their hair? Do they get, yeah. So, you know, evaluating right off the bat, do you recommend usually a shampoo and a conditioner that you want to send your actor home with? Or do they usually always have something that they love? Like what, what's your strategy? Either one. I ask them what they're using. I ask them how they're feeling about it. I tell them how I'm feeling about what their hair is doing right now and what it's going to do for the style that we're using or the styles that we're going to be going into. And then we can go from there. So what I'd about ask. like protecting it? What if, what if they're getting, you know, glue in their hair from bald caps and prosthetics, we kind of have to work in a symbiotic relationship here to keep things, you know, keep that actor's hair mm -hmm. safe and protected. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, we gotta either, work together on that one. either sending them home with a leave-in conditioner or like a, a deep conditioner or putting it in their hair. If they're going to be under a wig, you can put it in their hair when they're under the wig. Yeah. All the above. Yeah. I've, I've, I've assisted in painstakingly removed bits of glue and product like from each individual yeah, totally hair it's same. it's tedious well and sometimes we're using oily removers so yes. then we have to go back and reverse the oily yeah so it's all kind of the mirror state products yeah so you know in terms of moving down to the face area sometimes chasing oil I know that a lot of people don't realize too that half of the battle of someone overproducing oil is because their skin's actually like dehydrated. Right. So you probably need to recommend that they get on a good, you know, skincare regimen. But just for the simple fact of like today's conversation, talking about how to like combat oil on camera without building up a lot of product, I have a few things that I know have worked for me. One, I always prep someone's skin with a little bioderma or a little bit of Evian. Evian, these are essential to keep in your kit. You know everybody always has yeah. them. Um, it feels good when you're out in the heat and you want to give yourself a little mist. But really and truthfully, when I'm alternating between, um, you know, uh, a mattifier, maybe a little powder, a little blot paper, and you back and forth for 12, 13, 14 hours, at some point during the day, I'm going to want to do a light mist of Evian with a sponge and kind of buff it all down and maybe like break things down a little bit so I can rework and, and go back in with like a little foundation and freshen up a look, maybe, in, you know, after lunch touch-ups or something, or just if something gets built up on set. So, you know, generally the main things that I keep are, you know, oil control papers. I will keep one of my favorite mattifiers. It's a Mayron. I don't have it with me right now. I'm going to show you a picture. We have light, medium, and dark, and you can get these at the, you know, Nigel's, all those places. This is the uh, Mayron touch-up anti-shine. Mm -hmm. And I'll just kind of like swipe a little in, in the hot spots don't want it to build up too much. Like I said, if it builds up a little bit, use a little Evian to kind of buff it out. And then the Viziora, they have different, you know, translucent powders and different tints. So basically those are like the main things. You can also, um, you know, mattify with a powder, but I just, I feel like sometimes that just starts to build up too much. So when I want someone to have really matte skin and I don't want them to have makeup, another thing that PPI makes is a matting spray. These shake up, you can spray them into a, like a little palette and take a little brush or a sponge and just like swipe it on. And that is probably my number one defense for, for shine right there. Mm -hmm. um, they have a translucent one. This one, I feel like this is a little bit old. I, when I got my union days, I was on a show um, working underneath Karen Faye. She was Michael Jackson's makeup artist for like 30 years. She had them add mocha pigment to this. This says um, sample only not for resale. That's how old this is. I think they actually make this mocha pigment now, That's but cool. um you know, we had actors um, like kind of like a sitcom setting with hot lights on their heads, all mainly primarily black actors. And so when those lights hit, um, she was like, y'all get up on this. So she had PPI. We, we use these and you would just take like a little, just work it in, work it in. And I mean, I'm dulled, dulled down. So yeah. when you need like a next form of defense for like maybe a prosthetic piece or like a little lace piece, or if you just need to go to town on someone's face and really mat them down, 
the PPI products, the high def matting sprays. These are amazing cool. and a must have for your kit. So, you know, there's a million ways to Sunday, but the main thing is, you know, properly prep someone's skin, make sure that they're hydrated when you send them home at the end of the day, you know, make sure their skin is clean in the morning of sometimes we put a little too much skincare in the morning. So I just will kind of tone it down a little bit with Bioderma or the Evian. And then just kind of go back and forth between mattifiers, blot papers, and a little translucent powder. Oh. And I mean, that's that's the dance we do all day long. Yeah. It's just uh, you know keeping them look looking perfect, and and it's it's a challenge. But that's why we could pay the big bucks, right? We guess we not. know we always want to hear new about new things and new products that help us do a better job. Also, speaking of mattifier, I've been using Doctor Feelgood Balm for lace. Okay, I've never heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but I I think it might be discontinued. So I'd love to hear what other people are suggesting. This was just recommended to me when I first started working with like high definition lace, and I, I've been I've just had it in my kit the whole time. And there was like a Mac one, the black tube that Mac made them, and I don't know if they make anymore. What does everybody use? I mean, we could continue this conversation forever about shine control and mattifiers, but you guys um, check out the show notes, comment, and let us know what you want to talk about for next week. And we'll, we'll talk again soon. Follow us on Instagram. Give us great reviews on the podcast. 